So you said yes when you really wanted to say no. And now you've committed to something that you don't want to do or worse, are physically unable to do. And now you're stuck, overcommitted to too many things, filled with dread on how to get out of these things, fearing the confrontation so you put it off and then plan to just last minute cancel on one of the commitments because the longer you wait to cancel, the less time you'll have to feel guilty, right? Oh boy, how did we get here? If you are someone who struggles with saying no or feels guilty every time you say no, listen up because this episode is yours. Welcome to Create Your Fate. If you have been coasting through life but are ready to make some small conscious changes to step out of fear and into living your best life ever, this show is for you. Who am I? I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis, here to help you retrain old self-limiting beliefs into a positive mindset so you can confidently become the person you want to be by, well, first understanding who you already are. How? By using the law of attraction and my favorite personality test, the Enneagram. And I'll even teach you some mind tricks along the way. Ultimately, I guide you to stop thinking about what you don't want and instead focus on what you do want. You can create your best life ever, and it begins with your mind. So today, we're going to untrain your mind from wanting to people please and say yes. You'll learn why it's hard to say no and get to the root. So then you can learn how to stop automatically saying yes, how to stop saying yes when you really want to say no, and the best part, not feel guilty when you say no. Let's dive in. Okay, we just celebrated the 100th episode of Create Your Fate. Honestly, so thankful for you for sticking around. And in that 100th episode, we discussed three steps to becoming happier with the first one being learning how to say no. So check out the episode if you missed it. If you didn't listen to it, no worries. I'm going to review it here as well. So hopping right in the four fallacies of saying no, I want you to ask yourself, do you say yes more than you say no? Do you say yes when you really want to say no? Do you say yes before you even know what you are agreeing to? And do you say yes based on what you want to be able to do, not on what you can actually do? None of these are going to lead you to a happy life. Why? Because these things lead you to a life of people-pleasing where your focus is on what other people want and not what you want. And here's the kicker. Sometimes other people want different things from each other and from you. So here's a classic example. Your boss asks, hey, can you get all this extra work done by tomorrow? Yes. Even though it's going to take all night, every waking moment, you say yes. Here's a classic example. Your boss asks, hey, can you get all of this extra work done by tomorrow? Yes, you automatically say yes. Even though it's going to take you all night long, every waking moment. That same night, your significant other asks you, hey, 
can you come to this dinner with me? It's really important that I make a great impression and I'd like you to be there. Yes, I'll come for a bit and then I'll just figure out work later. I'll stay up a little late if I have to. It'll be fine. It probably won't take too long. Where does that really leave you? Overcommitted to everybody but yourself. So let's talk about it. Why do you fear saying no? What's so bad about it? Why is saying no so scary? Likely, it stems from this urge to avoid conflicts or confrontation. You don't want to upset anybody or make them mad. Or maybe you don't want to disappoint others or hurt their feelings. So you avoid saying no. And I will say this loud and proud. If you've been following this podcast, you have heard me say it before. I will say it again. I will die on this hill. You create the exact opposite of what you are trying to achieve when you avoid it. One more time for the people in the back. You create the exact opposite of what you are trying to achieve when you avoid it instead. So take this example uh, with your boss and your significant others. I want to avoid upsetting somebody by telling them that I cannot do something and I can achieve peace if I don't upset them. The goal is peace. By avoiding saying no, I say yes. And I have overcommitted to now both of them. I cannot be in two places at once and I only have so much time. Now I go to the dinner and I'm stressed about the work that I've already committed to doing. So I'm not my best self for my partner. And I come home and I stay up all night. And at the same time, I'm likely to get angry at my boss because now I'm tired and irritated. I'm angry at my boss because now they asked me to do all this work. And now I'm actually angry at my significant other too, because why did you even need me at this stupid dinner? And by the next day, I'm sleep deprived. I'm angry, angry at both people. And this doesn't really sound like peace. You create the exact opposite of what you are trying to achieve when you avoid it. But if I don't say yes, I will feel guilty for not being able to help them out. Ah, yes. Sometimes the Yes, we say, doesn't stem from a fear of upsetting someone. It stems from guilt. Guilt often reflects this anxiety around saying no that actually comes from feeling responsible for other people's reactions. So here's our mantra for the day. There's going to be a lot of them here. (laughs) But our first mantra, I am not responsible for other people's emotional reactions. Enneagrams, twos, threes, sevens, nines. Please write that down on a post-it note and put it on your mirror to look at daily. If you have not taken my favorite personality test, the Enneagram, the link is in the notes. It's life-changing. I'm telling you it's spot on. But back to our mantra, I am not responsible for other people's emotional reactions. Sometimes this guilt stems from this conditioned belief that we have that I'm only going to be okay if the other person is okay. And I encourage you to dig into this. Honestly, this is something that I recently realized this belief that I had, and it was an unconscious one, one that I didn't even know was in there driving my decisions and my actions. 
And it took a lot of digging, but I realized it came from some early childhood experiences. And this is actually something that we'll be talking about more on next week's episode about boundaries. But just bringing this into consciousness for now, right? Do you think that you are only going to be okay if others are okay? You are not responsible for other people's emotional reactions. And here's some tough love, but we're all here for growth, right? This also means that people are not responsible for your emotional reactions. We all take our own personal responsibility for our own actions. And blame is not even a part of this game. So just take that out of the equation. If you say yes, when you really want to say no, nobody knows that. If you say yes, when you've already said yes to something else, nobody knows that. If you say yes automatically, and then once you change your mind, when you find out what you've actually agreed to, but then don't say anything, nobody else knows that. So there's a lot of mind reading that happens here and you overcommit, you can't handle it. You end up upset and resenting the exact people you wanted to help, which is the exact opposite of what you were trying to do. And now you're filled with this resentment because you are trying to avoid guilt and you overextend yourself so much to avoid guilt. You end up with massive amounts of resentment and you realize you can't do it all. And you say, screw this, get mad at somebody. And then you end up feeling guilty about it. And then you feel like it's all on you that you are responsible for all of the emotions of all the parties involved. That's a lot. And to add an even deeper layer to this whole guilt mess, you now project your own resentment process onto others. Unconsciously, your mind does this. You take this feeling of resentment and say, they should know how I feel. And then you flip it and you take on this responsibility of others' emotions yourself. So now it's, I should know how they feel. So then you add on all these assumptions and it turns into guilt and the ownership of the guilt. They're going to be mad at me if I can't finish this work. I don't want them to be mad. Guilt. They're going to be disappointed if I don't go. I can't disappoint them. Guilt. I can't say no or they will think I'm a bad person. Guilt. They'll think I'm not doing my part. Guilt, guilt, guilt. I will feel this negative emotion based on what negative response I believe they will have. Where are you getting this information? Likely on the past, on things that aren't even happening anymore, on past reactions or experiences that have conditioned you into thinking that, hey, what happened to me in the past is going to happen to me every time, every time now and into the future forever until the end of time. So let's break the cycle. What do you want to do about it? Well, I don't want to live in this guilt, resentment, assumptions, avoidant cycle anymore. So let's bring back our challenge from last week. In the last episode, I challenged you to do a few things. Do you remember what they were? So let's start by starting being conscious of how many times you say yes in a day. That was the first part of the challenge. And then notice 
how many times you say yes when you really want to say no. And notice how many times you automatically say yes, even before you know what you're agreeing to, right? That's where we started. And the challenge was, the super challenge was not saying yes to anything, meaning you're not going to respond automatically with a yes to anything. Even if it's something that you you really want to do, you are going to practice not automatically saying yes. So the situation was, hey, if somebody asks you to do something, and even if it's something that you really, really want to do, and you can do it, and you know that you are going to say yes to this eventually, you're still going to do something else rather than saying yes, 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 automatically. You're going to say something like this instead. Can I think about it and get back to you? Can you tell me more about it? When do you have to know by? If you had to pick one thing for me to do, what task would be the most important? So this was working on untraining your brain to automatically respond with yes. And it allows that people-pleasing synapse in your brain to take a little break so that rush of people-pleasing goes away. So then you can think about it logically and then not overcommit by the time you give them the answer. And practicing doing this on things that you would even say yes to and want to do and and you can do will actually just help break that cycle of that people-pleasing pattern for those things that you really want to say no to. So if you did this, how did you do? And if you haven't done this, try it. Start here and begin a small journal practice uh, and just notice the patterns. When did you do these things? Is there a particular person or a situation where you would typically struggle with saying no? If so, what are the patterns? And analyze these. And you have to bring these into the, the consciousness, which basically just means you have to think about it because you can't fix anything that you don't know is broken. And until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. You don't have to be somebody who always says yes. You don't have to be somebody who overcommits and feels the pressure to do it all. You don't have to feel responsible for other people's emotions. Who you were is not who you are. Identify who you want to be and take small steps to becoming that person. Try these small steps, and I know they seem little, but they are so impactful, I promise. From an overcoming people pleaser, I promise they work. And when you finally work up to saying no and standing by it, the next step is not feeling guilty. So go back to your mantra. Other people's emotional reactions are not my responsibility. So start to notice, hey, when am I making assumptions into how somebody else is feeling? Do you know for certain that they will not figure it out if you do not step in? Do you know with certainty that nobody else can volunteer? that they're going to be mad at you, that you have to do this. Note the mind reads you do on a daily basis that could save you a lot of time and energy. And while we're on the topic of mind reading, just start to notice too where you are volunteering, doing things for people when nobody even asked. So more on that next week when we continue to talk about boundaries, but When you feel guilty because you wanted to help, and this is a huge point here, when you feel guilty 
because you wanted to help but you're physically not able to, know that this does not make you a bad person to not be able to do it. The pure fact that you want to help somebody makes you a good person, period. Yes, it is nice to be needed, but just because you can't help somebody this time and they have to use somebody else does not mean you won't be needed in the future. And when it comes to people needing you, here's another mantra. And I told you there were going to be a lot of them. Mantra, I need me too. I need me too, which translates to I choose me too. I choose me too. You are allowed to choose yourself and choose yourself proudly. Practice these tips on how to train yourself out of automatically saying yes. And eventually you'll begin to start saying no from the beginning and be clear about it. As Brene Brown says, clear is kind. If you want to help people and volunteer for every little thing because you ultimately want to be a kind person, right? That's the intention. Then be kind but without all the BS, be clear in saying no. And also know that saying no has a lot of benefits. People will respect you more and they will value your time. You'll be more reliable because you're not overcommitting and canceling on people all the time. And you can actually be seen as a leader because people will know that you have the ability to say no, you have discernment. But saying no also allows you to choose yourself. And not just yourself, your best self. And that's the self that everybody deserves. And that's the self that you deserve too. So that's all I got for you today. Thanks for sticking around. If you love today's episode and want more content like this, subscribe, leave a review, write a comment that will help this show grow, get really awesome guests and help more people make small steps towards their best life ever too. And who knows, maybe one of them will even be a stranger who you pass on the street. Of course, I'm going to leave you with one final thing. Expect good things always and they will happen. 